Today on Goodbye Heartbreak, Hello Purpose. I needed a little time to kind of grieve the loss. I know when people think about grieving, they think about death, but this was a sort of death. It wasn't a physical death. No one died, but it was the death of a relationship that I believed that at that time was going to lead to marriage. And so I had to grieve the relationship. I had to grieve the loss of the person that I love. I had to grieve the loss of the love. Hey sis, welcome to the Goodbye Heartbreak Hello Purpose podcast, the place where you learn how to move forward from heartbreak and achieve wholeness through emotional healing, spiritual growth, uncovering identity and behavior patterns, and saying yes to the calling God placed in your life. I'm your host, Candice Baddies, and I know what it's like to be heartbroken and confused about who you are and what God created you to do, but I also know what it's like to be healed and hold with clarity. If you're ready to have your broken heart mended, grow your faith, and discover who you are, why you do what you do, and what you were created to do, look no further. You're definitely in the right place. So kick off those cute shoes that's been hurting your feet all day and turn me up in those earbuds. We're about to get into it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back for another episode of Goodbye Heartbreak, Hello Purpose. You know it's your girl joining you here on this blessed Tuesday. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day thus far. And you know I'm excited just to connect with y'all. Like I said, I love Tuesdays. And even though I'm in here by myself recording this episode, I feel like you all are right here with me. Before we get started in the episode, let's go ahead. You know I want to read a five-star review. And today's review is from Always Brit. And it's titled, Yes. And she says, I absolutely love this podcast you're passionate about. My favorite episode is number two, something I needed to hear without feeling bad about myself. Thank you for doing a podcast to help yourself and others in a biblical way. Thank you always, Britt, for this five-star written review. I really appreciate you. And I'm so glad that you were able to take something and that something helped you and inspired you and is pushing you towards healing. You guys, the second episode was about the um, reasons that it's important to heal. And so, you know, that's what she's speaking about. And so obviously something about that really touched her. And if you haven't listened to that episode, go ahead and listen to it because it is the episode that I think that really will open your eyes to some things and help you get serious about your healing journey. So thanks again, always Brit. So let's dig into today's episode. We broke up. Now what? Where do I go from here? So when I I remember when I that last breakup that I had, when I broke up with my boyfriend, I was being obedient to what God told me to do. He told me to leave that relationship at that time. But I remember initially it was like, okay, I did it. And then it's like, okay, now what? It's like, where do I go from here? It was like a now what? And then it was like, okay, things are not working out the way I thought they were um, initially. And I was like, now what do I do, God? Where do I go from here? And so I, I wanted to do an episode about this because I know that so many people experience this. They're like, okay, even whether it's you being obedient to what God told you to do, or it's just something that you felt like you needed to do that you, you know, didn't necessarily 
hear from God, but the relationship was not working out and you were just like, I'm leaving. So now what? What do I do? And so as Christians, you know, we always, you know, everything, every time we go through something and we are having a hard time, the first thing that, you know, another Christian will tell us is, you know, pray about it, pray about it. But I, and you know, I definitely always recommend prayer and whatever we're doing and prayer is such an essential key, but I know that everybody initially is not in the right headspace to go straight into prayer when their heart has been broken. And so I know that, you know, even though I felt like I heard from God, I was really confused, a little shaken about what happened and not sure like, okay, now where do I go? Because I was heartbroken. And I guess I didn't expect that, that it would hurt so badly, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I didn't think it would hurt so bad. But when those feelings started coming in, I was like, oh, Lord, you know, now what? What do I do? I didn't know like I was going to feel this way. So I have 10 steps that I'm going to share with you today about moving on after a broken heart. I wish I had these steps when I first, you know, when all of this first went down for me, but this was what I was able to pull out of that season to share with you guys. And just about everything that I'm going to tell you about moving on is going to be done on a continuum. So I want to say that because I'm going to give you the steps. There's 10 steps that I'm going to give you, but it's not like you're going to start one, stop, and then start another one and stop. Throughout your healing journey, this is kind of going to happen on a continuum. So they're all a process within themselves. And there are going to be many of them that I'm going to do uh, individual episodes on to help you go further in the process. But I want to give you these 10 steps on today. Yeah. So let's let's dig into them. So number one, let me just go, you know, I like to read all the steps and I'll come back. So number one is allow yourself a little time to feel the loss. Number two is go to God in prayer. Number three is make a decision. Number four, find support if you need it. Number five, forgive. Number six, get to know you again. Number seven, self-care and soul care. Number eight, daily declarations. Number nine, get involved. And number 10, try or learn something new. So let's get into it. Number one, allow yourself a little time to feel the loss. I like to call this feeling the feelings. I Again, I didn't know that it was going to hurt so badly. I don't think I had ever felt heartbreak like that before. And so I needed a little time to kind of grieve the loss. I know when people think about grieving, they think about death, but this was a sort of death. It wasn't a physical death. No one died, but it was the death of a relationship that I believe that at that time was going to lead to marriage. And so I had to grieve the relationship. I had to grieve the loss of the person that I love. I had to grieve the loss of the love. It was a lot of of grieving that had to go on. And so I had to allow myself time to actually feel my feelings instead of stuffing them down. You know, people be like, oh, don't worry about that. Just move on, you know, just, you know, but you need to take time to feel what it is you're feeling. Identify your feelings. If it's sadness, then identify the sadness. If it's anger, identify the anger. If it's bitterness, whatever it is, don't feel, do not, do not take this time to, to rush past. Don't rush past this, this first step. Don't say, oh, you know, I just want to feel better. I can't, you know, I just want to move on. Well, part of moving on is to do this first part of feeling your feelings. Allow yourself time to really like, you know, cry, (laughs) allow your time, yourself time to go through the emotions, to, to scream. If, you know, I remember having nights where I'm just like, I screamed in anger and not in sadness, but in anger. Like, I can't believe this happened. I was upset. I was angry. 
So you need to have time to feel the feelings and not feel bad about it. Don't, if you're feeling angry and upset, now granted, you don't want to hurt anybody in the process of your anger. There's a scripture, you know, about anger and I can't think of exactly what it says, but I know it says, you know, in your anger, do not sin. So feeling angry is not a sin in itself, but do not sin, meaning do not do any ungodly things while you're angry. So feel, you know, feel all the things that you need to feel, identify those feelings and do not feel shame or guilt about feeling those things. You know, no one can tell you how you should feel about this situation. It's your, it's your experience. So don't let anyone else tell you that you should feel otherwise. What you feel is what you feel and your feelings are valid. So validate your own feelings in this moment. You know, you can be upset. You can be sad. You can be angry. You can be bitter. You can be all the things. The only thing I'm going to say about that is, you know, don't prolong this period. Feel the feelings. Give yourself time. But we definitely don't want to stay stuck in this in this step. How do we, you know, kind of get out of that, you know, because it's easy to get sucked in when you're feeling the feelings to a point where it's hard to get out. Well, step two is go to God in prayer. So, you know, if you can do number one and number two together, that would be great. You know, so you can start a routine of connecting with God on a daily basis. And that's kind of, you know, what I did. You know, I was already, I had a prayer life, but of course it, I upped it big time, but I had a little, you know, a few, like a week or so. And I'm not saying that you should only take a week to feel your feelings. This was just my personal experience, but maybe like a week or so, probably a little more than a week where I was just kind of really feeling the feelings and feeling like I could not pray during that time or like, I'm like, dear God. And then it's just crying and weeping and sobbing. So, but you know, eventually soon after, you know, like I said, after like a week or so, I began to combine step one and step two. And that's what I said, you know, these things are happening on a continuum. I didn't stop feeling my feelings to start going to God in prayer. I still had my feelings, but I also started bringing this situation to God in prayer and asking him about healing the hurt because I was so hurt. I didn't know what to do with the feelings on my own. So I'm like, okay, God, it's time for me to start laying this at your feet. So start going to God in prayer and asking him to help you deal with the feelings that you're feeling. The sooner you can do this, the better. That's part of the reason why you need to identify your feelings because you can go to God and say, and God is not afraid. So you don't have to say, oh, you know, I can't let God know I'm mad. Yes, you can. God knows what it is to be angry. He's been angry before, but you can bring that to him and you're like, God, I'm so angry that this happened. I cannot believe that, you know, this person did this or I'm so, I'm, I'm sad. I'm feeling a little depressed, God, and I don't want, I want my joy back. God, help me with this. I'm feeling a little bitter. I feel like, you know, he did this on purpose or, you know, this other person came and ruined my relationship and I'm feeling a little bitter about it, a little salty about it. It's okay. Go to God, be real with him, share your heart. You know, I did an episode on the three keys to kickstart your spiritual growth. Go back and listen to that episode because this will really help you in that step of really grow, um, your spiritual growth. Again, praying does not have to look a certain way. So when you're connecting with God, go to him within your truth. Go to him, letting him know what's on your heart and, you know, honoring him, of course, as God, recognizing him as God. But go with go to him with your truth and, you know, and go in faith and know that God is going to heal you. You will not have to stay in this place that you're in and you won't have to hold on to this hurt the way that you are in the moment. So that's number two. Number three is make a decision. The decision is 
am I going back or am I moving on? So that's one of the big things when a relationship ends initially. There's always, I'm not gonna say always because there are times where there's cut and dry and you're like, you know what, <laughs> this is over. I'm never going back. I've been there and I've been able to do that. But there's oftentimes this feeling of, I don't know if I should go back. Maybe the person is kind of lurking around you or you know, you want the relationship back and you don't know what they want. And you kind of have this back and forth going in your mind. And so it's very important that, you know, you make a decision while you're praying, going to God in prayer, you know, he may tell you, you know, leave that relationship alone. That was toxic. That's not for you. Or if that relationship is for you, but you need time, you just need to pray about it. But sometimes you'll know immediately what to do. Like, you know, if that relationship was toxic, you don't need to fast and pray for that. If it was too toxic and, you know, it, it was not, not, it was sucking everything out of you and not pouring anything into you, then you don't need to go back to that. But either way, it's important to make a decision because you don't want to live in this limbo uh, place, not knowing if you're going to go back or if you're going to move on. And I have a whole episode coming about that. So don't worry, I'm going to go into way more detail about that uh, very soon in a, in a separate episode. Number four is find support if you need it. You can find support in a myriad of ways. If you feel like you need to go to therapy, by all means, go to therapy. If you feel like a trusted friend is all you need, then go ahead and find your trusted friend and talk to that person. If you need an accountability partner of some sort to help you on this journey of healing, you know, whatever support you need, go ahead and find it. This podcast, I think is a great support for many who may be like, you know, I'm looking for, I'm looking for answers. I'm not quite sure what to do. You know, I, I need some type of guidance in this situation. If this is your specific situation, then yes, I think this podcast will definitely give you the support that you need. If you need to go to someone in your church and ask for a prayer because you're having a hard time, you know, praying for yourself or hearing from God, by all means, go to the, you know, the elders of the church or someone who would be able to help you uh, spiritually and get you, you know, get you up, get you going. And they may be able to also point you in the direction of uh, someone or a group or resources that's able to support you during this time. Again, do not feel like this is a trivial thing. Oh, it's just a breakup. I'm just breaking. I just broke up with my boyfriend. People don't understand you know, this is important to you. And believe me when I say that God cares about the things that you care about. If it's hindering you in any way, especially your spiritual walk and growth, or you um, reaching your full potential or, or walking out your calling that God's placed on your life, then absolutely God's like, uh -uh, we got to get this taken care of because I got things for you to do. Find support if you need it and grab hold of that so you can start moving forward. Number five is forgive. So forgiveness is a process like many things that I'll talk about here, but forgiveness sometimes can take a while. A lot of people say, you know, I'm not ready to forgive yet. And so they delay this, this process, but forgiveness, you know, and people say that because they think forgiveness is a one-time thing. And so they're like, you know what? I'm not ready to do it yet. So I'm not even going to worry about that. I'm not doing it. But forgiveness, if you really want to be able to move forward, you have to be able to forgive the person that hurt you. It does not mean you need to talk to them. It does not mean you need to reconnect with them. And you don't need closure to do it either. And that's another misconception that people think you need closure. You have to talk to this person. You have to figure out why. But in my opinion, closure is a flesh thing. 
And I'm also doing a separate episode on that really soon because I was a person who thought that I needed closure in order to heal and move forward. And God let me know that I did not in a way that because the person wasn't willing to give it to me. And being that you can't control another person's actions, behavior, then, you know, God's not going to make you stay stuck because another person won't give you the closure that you need. And so, like I said, I have a whole episode on that coming very soon. And so I'm going to walk you through how to move on, even if you don't have the closure that you feel like you need. But you need to be able to forgive that person without, you know, with or without talking to them, with or without the closure, you have to be able to forgive. Forgiveness sometimes is just a daily decision each and every day that you're not going to hold on to what the person did to you, that you're relinquishing it and you're surrendering it to God. Some days you'll feel like doing it and some days you won't. Some days you like, I forgive. And the next day you're like, you know what? I can't stand them. And and guess what? It's okay. God understands. And that's why I said it's a process. You're not going to just wake up one day and say, I forgive and be done with it completely. It's very likely that you are going to have to make this conscious effort and conscious decision to do it on a regular basis. I remember, who was it? I read a book that kind of helped me with this. I think um, Bishop T.D. Jakes, and I don't remember the title, I have to look it up, but it was a book on forgiveness because I was having a hard time. I was like, this person doesn't deserve my forgiveness. And in that, we have to remember that we do not deserve God's forgiveness and he gives it to us anyway. And as his followers, we're called to do the same thing. We ask now in our prayers, you know, we ask God to forgive us as we forgive those who trespass against us. So if you want God to forgive you, then you need to be able to forgive. No matter how hard it is, we have to be able to forgive. And I know that's a tough one. That is a really, really tough one. But that's why I said it's a process and you just ask God to help you through it, walk through it. And again, if you need resources to kind of help you, well, how do I do this? Then, you know, there are books. There are a lot of things out there that can help you walk through this process. And I'll probably do another episode on forgiveness on on its own, but you know, this is one of the steps. Number six, get to know you again. So in this process, you know, I've talked about this already when I talked about identity, we kind of lose ourselves in relationships. You know, anytime you're in a relationship with someone, you're, you're meshing or merging your life with them, maybe in a big way or a little way. Now, if we're dating someone and, you know, especially been dating for a while, then that that tends to be a big way. Like our lives get really intertwined. Things get kind of messy sometimes and we lose ourselves a little bit or a lot in relationships. So it's important to take time to know because even, you know, the relationship didn't have to be all bad, but regardless, you know, hopefully you did some type of growing in this relationship. Hopefully this relationship produced some type of growth in you, some type of betterment and improvement. And so even that, you know, you have to be able to figure out who you are, you know, from the time that before that relationship to the end of that relationship, who were you before and who are you now? And sometimes we look at that and we like who we've become. And sometimes we don't like the person we've become as a result of being in that relationship. Either way, we have to figure out who we are again, get to know ourselves. And then if there are any changes that we want to make, we have to do that too. And I have another episode coming really soon about that as well. Like really like looking at ourselves from the lens of, 
honesty and clarity to see, you know, who we are and how we want to move forward with who we are at this point. Uh, Number seven is self-care and soul care. So, you know, self-care is when we are really taking care of ourselves. We're doing the things that really help us to operate better in life. You know, we're taking care of our bodies. We are self-care, you know, eating right, exercising, getting a massage, you know, relaxations, getting good sleep, things like that. And that's really important in the healing process because it's important to take care of your body. A lot of times we don't do that and, you know, we take, we got to take care of the body and the mind and it's like we lose it all because the, the pain and the hurt, you know, becomes too much. And so you, we find ourselves isolating ourselves and, and feeding ourselves negativity and things like that. And it's like, no, we need to do up our self-care and take better care of ourselves during this time. And that, you know, soul care Soul care is really what we do for the soul and our soul is like our body, I'm sorry, our mind, our emotions, our intellect, you know, all of those things. Like we don't want those things to be diminished because because of what we're going through. So we need to make a conscious decision is what I when I think about self-care and soul care is about making conscious decisions to take care of ourselves in those ways. And so, you know, we need to take care of our emotions. That's why we're going to do the things that have been listed before now, because all of that is a part of the soul care. That's part of taking care of the emotions. We want to continue to grow and learn new things and, you know, feed our intellect. We don't want to just um, have this thing happen to us. We want it to be that it happened for us. And in that, I mean that it's happening. It happened, but God's going to use it for our good. So and to be able to do that, you have to take care of your body. Yes, treat yourself to something nice. Treat yourself to a fancy dinner. You know, treat yourself to a massage. Do something, help you relax and kind of take your mind off of what, you, what you're going through. And, you know, just give yourself a moment to escape. It'll be fine. Just give yourself a moment to escape. We don't, we won't escape all the time. But, you know, give yourself moments to really just take care of you and pour into you. That's what you need to do. Number eight, daily declarations. Y'all, I am in love with declarations. I make them all the time for myself. Um, And, you know, a lot of times I'm just on the spot and I'm like, things will happen. And I start declaring and speaking life over myself, over my household, my children, my husband, everything, because it's very important what we say is what we see is what we will have so it's important to come up with some daily declarations and most of the time you don't have to come up with them on your own there are so many places i mean you can just google daily affirmations or you know declarations for a broken heart or you know and and repeat other what's already out there just go through the bible and find some things and you can uh, declare those things over your life. That's mostly what I recommend is going to the word because you want the godliness and the life, the good fruit to spring up in your life. And so you want to speak godly things over your life. So daily, daily declarations are so important to me. And I wrote a book, a 365 day devotional, same as this podcast, um, Goodbye Heartbreak, Hello Purpose. And in that, every single day, there's a declaration. I give you the devotion, I give you a scripture, I'll give you a devotional, and I will give you a declaration because I believe that it is important to speak life, like I said, 
to, you know, you can speak death to the things that are bad, but you need to speak life to what is good and the things that you want to see so that they will come to you, that they will spring up in your life, that you will be blessed. So daily declarations are really important during this time. And like I said, if you can't come up with any on your own, then go find you some that's already out there or look up some verses in the Bible and make them into declarations for yourself. And I also have an episode coming soon about that as well. Number nine, get involved. So getting involved really helps you to take the focus off of you and put it on someone else in a positive way. So getting involved, I'm talking about getting involved in your community, getting involved in your church in ways that will help other people. And, you know, you can, like I said, me personally, what did I do? I got involved in more in my church during this particular time. And I helped, I started helping to fill needs. I started, um, I was already on the praise team. And so as things were coming up, we, we, it seemed like during that time, more activities started occurring in the community. And so we found ourselves going more. And so I'm like, you know, being more of a willing vessel, like, you know, who's available? I am, I'm available, I'm going, I was going to everything. Every every service um, that was there, like I was showing up to everything. Getting involved and um, in, the, in my church really, really helped me. So it not only, you know, gave me something to do that was good and productive, but it also connected me with people to do life with that were like-minded, you know? And, and so they we helped each other to grow. And I, you know, I grew great relationships during that time and I met great people and, you know, we started hanging out more and it's like, wow, you know, this is amazing. And I'll just, you know, it was something that really, really helped me, you know, making those connections and getting involved. So you, like I said, you can get involved in your church, you can get involved in your community, see what kind of activities are going on where you can volunteer or become a part of some type of um, community initiative or or whatever, and make some good connections. Um, you know, you can make good new friends and who knows people, God will put the right people in your path to help you with this journey, but you can make connections that can help you with your calling that God's placed on your life. You, you just never know, but put yourself out there to get involved in something else. And like I said, that way you can kind of take the focus off of oh me, oh my, and be like, you know, how can I help someone else during this season? How can I serve someone else? Because it's not all about me, God. I still want to be a willing vessel for you. So get involved. And then number 10, the last thing is try or learn something new. This is one of my favorite things because it's like, you know, especially lately, I've been trying my hand at some new things, but trying something new really helps you to, again, I believe, get to know who you are and what you're good at. And also it could help propel you towards your calling because you might discover in trying something new that, you know, you're good at something that you never even thought about being good at. And so, you know, just kind of, it, it doesn't have to be, don't make this stressful. Definitely do not make this stressful, but just find something that maybe you always wanted to try. Travel to a place you've always wanted to go to. Just do something new, have some new experiences and see what comes up, what comes out of that, what comes up with that and be like, you know what? I didn't think I'd enjoy hiking, but this is amazing. This is a way for me to practice self-care. Um, I didn't know I'd enjoy writing, but this is helping me to get my emotions out and really, you know, help with my healing process. I didn't know that I would like to pray so much. Y'all, I didn't know I wanted to pray so much, but God, when I really started connecting with God and feeling God's presence and being able to just lay out before him and feel his spirit in me, 
Like y'all, I just spent so much time in prayer in my prayer room and not even just like on like a, a structured prayer. I just be like, God, come in, like, come be with me. Just be in my space. Like, I just want to acknowledge that you're here right now. Yes, I'm cooking, but you're here with me. Yes, uh, God, let's go to a restaurant together. Come on, let's go. And like, it was just something new that I tried in that season of my life and discovered that it felt amazing to me, part of my soul care. Yeah, just find, just again, try something new. Try some sports, get your blood pumping, get those endorphins going by working out, like trying cooking, trying some new foods, trying a new um, lifestyle with, with food, you know, maybe try a little vegan diet and see what happens. You never know, you never know. So just get out there, try or learn something new and see where it takes you. So. This, this episode was really important to me because I feel like so many people are like, okay, now, you know, what do I do? And because they don't know what to do, they end up going back to a toxic situation. They don't think they can enjoy life. They don't want to be alone. They don't know. They just don't know what to do, what the next step is. So that's why I wanted to give you these 10 steps. And I want you to start working these 10 steps. If you are fresh out of a relationship or you've been out of a relationship, but you still feel like you don't have a clear roadmap of where to go and what to do, go ahead and try working these steps. If you feel like you already got past the pain, but you still need to pray about what's going on, then go ahead and start connecting with God. Start there. If you're already past the pain and already connecting with God and you have made decision not to go back, but you still feel like you need a little support, then go ahead and start there. If forgiveness is where you need to kick off, just find where you are in this process and go ahead and start where you need to start. But don't stay stagnant. Don't feel like you have to go back because you don't have another option or you, there's nothing good on the other side. There's goodness, trust me, there's goodness. God will not make a toxic situation where you need to be for the rest of your life. Like you don't have to stay there. Go ahead, do what you have to do um, to move forward. I wanna see y'all moving forward with your life. So go ahead, start working these steps. Come over to the Facebook group if you want to share where you are on this journey. Come over and share it um, if you have questions, if you need help. And also, I wanna say that I am going to give my email address out and you can start emailing um, if you don't want to post so, so much in the Facebook group or you want me to post anonymously in the Facebook group, then go ahead and email me something and I can post it anonymously and you can get feedback from the group. That's another way that we can start doing this because um, I think sometimes people are like, I don't want people to know my business or, you know, you want me to share where I'm at. I'm not, you know, I'm not confident or you know, comfortable sharing that. So go ahead and email me at goodbyeheartbreakhellopurpose at gmail.com and you can go and I will put that in the show notes and you can go ahead and email me and we can start dropping in comments or questions in the Facebook group anonymously. I'll just post them myself and let them know, hey, someone never will say your name, but someone emailed me um, and this is their question or their comment or what they want to share, whatever it is. So. I love y'all. I hope this helps. I want y'all to start really uh, implementing implementing these things in your life. Like I said, I will have some some specific episodes on many of these steps that I've given you um, on how to work them into your life and really carry them out. So stay tuned for all of that. All right, guys, I love y'all so much and I can't wait to connect with y'all again soon. 
Bye sis. Hey sis, listen, if you've been blessed, changed, or inspired by this podcast in any way, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This is the number one way that you can thank me and show support for the show. Also, if this podcast blessed you, don't keep it to yourself. Do a quick share and bless someone else. Please know I am so grateful for each and every one of you, and I would love to hear from you. Come connect with me and other like-minded individuals in my Facebook group called Christian Women Overcoming Heartbreak and Finding Purpose. I can't wait to meet you back here really soon. Until then, remember to love the life you have while you're making it better. Love you, sis.